and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until the ghost of Edward Van Halen, rest in peace, tells me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today we'll be reviewing another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by a special guest who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what Taco Place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Los Cabos Mexican Grill and Cantina in Independence, Missouri, located off I-70 and I-470, right next to the Bass Pro Shop. That's 18201 Bass Pro Shop Drive in Independence, Missouri, 64055. Now, Los Cabos is a chain. It originated in Oklahoma. It has three Tulsa area locations and also one in Springfield, Missouri, and one here in Kansas City. After working successfully in the food service industry for 40 years, the Blackater family saw a need for a casual upscale Mexican concept that included exceptional food and outstanding service with a slant of fun never seen before in Oklahoma. The Blackater's vision was to bring a resort feeling of Los Cabos, Mexico to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and now in Independence, Missouri. The family accomplished this by picking sites on water, creating a hacienda feel, and an outdoor cabana bar with live entertainment seven days a week during the spring and summer months. They opened the first Los Cabos location in Jenks, Oklahoma in 2005. It's part restaurant, part resort, and a whole lot of fun. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. He's a cool dude with a rad attitude. He is the founder of Forever Bogus, a virtual factory of nostalgic goodness. He considers himself an archaeologist of forgotten media and pop culture from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Forever Bogus is on a mission to help people remember the good parts of their childhood and embody those feelings through the power of nostalgia. You can find the Forever Bogus podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And I would highly recommend you following Forever Bogus on Instagram at forever underscore bogus. Forever Bogus is the podcast where they have nostalgia on tap. Welcome to Taco the Town, <laughs> Bogus B-Boy, Bryce Shoemaker. <laughs> what an intro. I did not know I was going to hear you talk, actually say the intro out loud to me. I'm smiling from ear to ear, man. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. No Thank problem. You. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a Long huge... time coming, yes. honestly. Yes. I've been following you for a while and listening to the show. 
Um, and I'm so glad it's back. Yes, me too. And you guys have been recording new episodes since... Uh, pretty much quarantine. quarantine. So since, since like March, pretty much. Yep. And they're great episodes. And your co-host sometimes, or is it is it always... Is oh, it's, he, yeah. It's, uh, Jamie was kind of a, a special guest during our second season, or third season, rather. But now in our fourth season, he's just a, a regular co-host. I can't go. I can't imagine an episode without him, honestly. Yeah, you guys are. You guys do great work together. Thank you. We have good chemistry, I think. <laughs> and you're. I'm here in. And what do you call this? The uh, you call it the bogus headquarters in the nostalgia basement, bogus basement. <laughs> <laughs> you have an amazing collection. Wow, thank you. You, you have. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm just looking at all of these amazing things. I see Beetlejuice over there, <laughs> uh, Wolfman, and then over here I see Alf. Uh, we have a lot of Alf. We're pretty big Alf. fans of Alf here Me in this too. House. Me too. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, a, a guest said, who would you like to eat tacos with? Uh, a Alf. Alf. Yes. Even absolutely. though he only likes cats. Um, he can have his cat tacos. We'll just take cow tacos. Do you have any Spuds McKenzie in here? You know, I don't. I've been on the, the lookout for it. Every time I see it, it's at an antique store. So it's like $100 plus right. for a little figure. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I do want some Spuds McKenzie's, especially the Halloween ones because mm. it just looks so rad especially him as well her i don't know if you knew that spuds was a girl spuds, spuds was a girl uh, i think it was like evil eye something very strange Wait, name for spuds a female is dog. dead spuds is dead oh spuds my god been dead for a while i hate to break the news <laughs> to you too soon i don't know but <laughs> yes i'm always out always on the lookout for spuds mckenzie stuff you have some california raisins i do i do i collected those as well at one point <laughs> who didn't yeah especially if you ate at hardy's back in it the was day. the only reason to go to hardy's you're right <laughs> it's just right. to go to get the california raisins figurines <laughs> nowadays it's like what is hardy's yeah <laughs> what do they have there the I don't know. big burgers, burgers? Uh, i don't know no. is it carl jr i don't even think it's hardy's anymore yeah, well, I think they're, <laughs> they don't even try to hide it now. Now they're no. either Hardee's or Carl's Jr. So strange. God, what a weird place. I remember for a while they had fried chicken they at did? Hardee's. Yeah. Why would you eat that? I don't know. It's like having fried chicken at Arby's. That's just disgusting. <laughs> it just makes no sense. <laughs> uh, you you just wrapped up. We're recording this before Halloween, mm-hmm. but you guys just wrapped up all your Halloween episodes. That's right. Forever Boogus Halloween podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, you had some amazing topics in there, such as like best Halloween costumes in in pop culture. In pop culture, yes. yes. What was some of your favorites? Roseanne's kind of like the queen of like sitcoms when it comes to Halloween specials. I don't think they started until their second season or whatever, but they just killed it every single time. They got continued to get better and they upped the ante with all the uh, Halloween costumes and stuff. I think my two favorite that I mentioned in our, in our show there was uh, the Alpha, Alpha Alpha Terminator, <laughs> yeah. which was amazing. And uh, Dan as all three stooges. That was good. <laughs> I love that. Especially when they act them all out. Amazing. That was a good one. Yes, it was. And then another episode. I mean, I'm just trying to remember all the amazing topics you cover on your show. <laughs> it's quite a one bit. One of them was rad rooms oh, in pop yes. culture. I know. And you even asked me on uh, Instagram, you're like, what are some of your favorite rad rooms? And mm-hmm. I was trying to remember because one of yours was Clarissa Explains It All oh, yes. room. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I, I kind of wanted to live there just because of I love her like hodgepodge style it has a little bit from like each decade. But I love that she's also kind of quirky. So that kind of bleeds through with her decorations and how she has her room set up. It's probably the most iconic 90s room when especially when it comes to like Nickelodeon programming, especially Nickelodeon programming. You cover a, 
a ton of Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Nick kid. I'm a Nick kid. Uh, I was babysat by Nickelodeon for almost a decade. I can't get enough of it, honestly. I'm a little bit older than you, I think, because uh, I'm in my mid-50s. You're lying. And, uh, <laughs> get out so of sleep. So, Keep the tacos and leave. So, so my Nickelodeon is like when Nickelodeon first started. And so it was more like Pinwheel or I'm, like uh, you I'm, can't do that on television? I'm Pinwheel. You can't do that on television. Mm-hmm. And Double Dare, I think, was on Double Dare. Time. And then the one today's special. Oh, yes. That show was kind of nightmare inducing, as was <laughs> Pinwheel. Okay, today's special is about these. People that get locked into a a shopping mall at night, which is awesome, and which but, I always dreamed about, me too. and I actually had a dream about being chased around a mall at night by Ronald McDonald as a child. That is terrifying. Traumatized me. Wow. Might have come from today's special, but also in today's special, the mannequins come to life. Yep. I love that concept. Terrifying, especially as a kid when you're walking through the store and you catch eyes with one. But, but yes, it's still a cool show, though. And they like dance on the escalators yes. and stuff. Yeah. And I there's an old cool. Muppet, uh, uh, Night Watchman Muppet. I mm-hmm. think his name was Sam. Is I that think right? that's right. Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised you remember that. Because <laughs> that's just like in a recess of my mind. I'm not even for sure if I even watched an episode when I was a kid. No, I I've, I've, re- I've rewatched them recently on, on YouTube. Do they hold up? Uh, it's did you, still did you get nightmares? It's still okay, okay. <laughs> I think it's in, in, it's time for a reboot of today's special. I, I agree. Why not? 2020, reboot that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it could be about people locked in a mall during COVID Quentin, times. Oh, man. And all this shit is happening and to all them? The mannequins come I think to they life. made that. They remade it, too. It's called Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the rad room I thought about, I always wanted, was the rad room from Big, Tom oh, Hanks' yes. apartment. I love that too because he he was just a kid, you know. So he had all the kid things that you can aff- didn't, well weren't able to afford because you were a child. But it was around that time in the '80s where everything was kind of kid eccentric. So everything was built and made for children. And I love the scene where they're playing on. I mean, it's the most iconic scene of the movie where they're playing on the big uh, piano keys and the the toy. I never understood that why he didn't have that in his apartment. Yeah. That he made me disappointed. He he could have jumped off his trampoline onto the, the keyboard <laughs> on like the floor. A slide. That would be amazing. And he had what did he else? He had, he had bunk beds, mm-hmm. and then he had. Did he have uh, arcade games too? Yes. Yeah. And a bunch of toys. I think he had like a bunch of Legos and Connects. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. A bunch of those laying around. It was amazing. It was a whole apartment. It wasn't just yeah. a room. It was, it was a whole apartment. It was like a huge studio apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to live there. I still kind of want to live there, but I'm pretty happy with the bogus basement. <laughs> it is pretty rad. Pretty rad. What about um, having a water bed? Would you ever, did hmm. you ever have a water bed? Is that, that something is that would make question. a rad room? So I had a water bed for about a year. My parents got divorced when uh, I was like nine or 10 years old. And uh, so I was living with my mom and my dad off and on for a good couple years there. And they used to own a water bed and they put that in the bedroom I was staying at while my dad got like a new mattress or something. So like every Wednesday and every other weekend I was sleeping on that water bed. I thought it was cool as a kid, but then as I was starting to like grow up, I'm like, this is kind of uncomfortable. Like why would anyone, how is this even feasible to sleep on? I uh, never had any water nightmares, though, thankfully. Oh, yeah. 
Have you uh, ever slept on a waterbed? I've tried, but I've never was able to fall asleep on it. So <laughs> exactly. then I'd like sleep on the floor. Yeah. The only cool thing was the waterbed that my dad had warmed up. They warmed up the water and stuff oh during God. the winter. So that was kind of cool. In hindsight, it's kind of disgusting to think about it. Wouldn't that make you pee the bed a lot? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not going to expose that on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, Bryce, uh, you were telling me you grew up in Brookfield, Missouri. Correct. Yes. This is kind of part of your taco origin story. Mm-hmm. They had a taco Tico yes. in Brookfield. Is that they right? They did. So I... Uh, most of my growing up in Brookfield, but I was actually born in Columbia, Missouri, okay. which I still love going back and, and visiting Columbia. A lot of nostalgic feelings there. But yes, Brookfield, a town of like 5,000 people. I was surprised that you kind of knew where it was. You drove past Brookfield to get to Chicago, which is yeah. very odd. But uh, yes, yeah, so when I first moved there, there was only a few restaurants. They just opened up at McDonald's, but across the street was Taco Tico. And I, I'm kind of sad and disappointed because I did not appreciate it enough when I was a kid. I was kind of new to tacos around that time. I was like, you know, six years old. When, Is that when, when you think there. you had your first taco? Um, I don't think it was my first one, but I think it was my exposure to like the first fast food taco. It blew my mind. I, I loved it. And then within two years, I think it was like by 1997, it closed down. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm just telling you this. A uh, combination, KFC and Taco Bell, went into the place of that same building. Oh, man. Which is unfortunate, but I have like this love-hate relationship with, with Taco Bell. Because it killed Taco Tico in, it, your, exactly, in your town. Exactly. Now, Taco Tico is a magical place. I think I had it pretty early on in my life. Okay. And, and my parents, actually, when they first were married... They would go eat at Taco Tico. It was like <laughs> it was like a romantic date. It was you want to go check into, out in Topeka, Tico? Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's held a warm place in my heart. I would take road trips to Wichita, Kansas, just to take pictures of Taco Tico. <laughs> just to take pictures. You won't even eat it. Just take no, just, pictures. Just give me in the parking lot. There I need a go. picture of that Taco Get Tico. That fix a little bit later on down the road. Yeah. And Taco Tico. I don't know if they still have this, but they used to sell beer at Taco Tico. Really? So you could get a cold beer. At a fast food joint. That's unheard of around yeah. the time. I think like the only place I can think of, like fast food wise, is Chipotle. Right. That sells beer. Yep. But if I was 21 back in the day when I was eating a Taco Tico, I would have probably a couple nice cold buds right. <laughs> while eating those tacos. So you say you have a love-hate relationship with Taco Bell. Has it warmed up or what? It has over the years. I've had some really bad uh, stomach issues <laughs> because right. I don't know how um, explicit I can get here on this show. Feel free. But you, can, you can cuss if you okay, want to. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, really bad shits from, from Taco Bell because I ate it almost every day for a good like solid couple years when I was in college because their dollar menu was off the hook. I mean, better than McDonald's. It tastes better, especially when you're drunk. After right. drinking, you know, six or seven beers, like who's sober enough to drive to down the street to Taco Bell and uh, who's buying? But, but yes, um, but over the years, I've kind of like revisited some old stuff and they've gotten a, br- a bunch of brand new stuff. And honestly, I feel like the quality's gotten better too. So I'm starting to love Taco Bell a little more now. What about you said you also have feelings on Taco Bueno and Taco John's? I do. So I went to school in St. Joe. I don't know if you're familiar with that area. Pretty much nothing but Taco John's there, but I call it Taco Wands. <laughs> Taco Wands. And their Taco Tuesdays were amazing. They're the inventor of Taco Tuesday. Really? Yeah. Oh, I they have the trademark. That. Of Taco okay, yes, Tuesday. and I know they have a trademark, yeah. yeah, which I believe is like $1.25 a taco or something, or maybe it was, no, it's 75 cents back in the day. And I would get probably 10 tacos, put about half of them in the fridge because they still tasted good cold. I don't know if that's just me. Oh, really? Yeah, it might just be me, but don't reheat them because then they taste like shit. Right. But, uh, you know, eat half of them 
and then have a little bit of fun later on down that that night. You just eat a nice. Maybe that's why. Maybe I was too drunk. It didn't matter if they were cold, <laughs> but they're great cold. Taco yeah. Tuesdays are amazing at Taco Juan. Now, would you go get your big sack of potato Olays too? If I can afford it, because I was definitely in college, I would. But I would instantly regret it because it's just like a sodium bomb. But right. they're so good, especially with the queso. Mm. Yeah, you're making me want it. <laughs> You live in Independence now. We are reviewing Los Cabos. Yes. Mexican Grill and Cantina right next to the Bass Pro Shop. I did not know that. <laughs> and right on the body of water now, Los Cabos says all of their all of their restaurants are on bodies of water. Interesting. And the body of water next to this one kind of looked man-made. It didn't look like a real <laughs> tropical... But this is Independence, Missouri, so... Yeah, nothing is... Everything is man-made here. Nothing's, right. like, natural here. <laughs> um, so you've never had Los Cabos before? I never have. Uh, we were supposed to get some last Sunday, but they were closed, unfortunately. Oh, weird. Yeah. Last Sunday? Yeah, last Sunday. Well... Stuff isn't really open anymore, so... I know. It's weird hours nowadays. Yeah. So I'm glad that you brought it here to the Bogus headquarters. And what are some other taco stops in, in Independence that you'd recommend or stuff that places uh, you've checked out? I recently moved here, so I haven't been able to check out everything. We had uh, Las Fuentes, um, which is pretty much down the street from my place. It's not too bad. It's kind of, I hate to say it, a little basic. It's still pretty good, and the pricing is very good. There are a couple other places I want to check out. I think another one is... Um, El Vaco or Los Vacos. Vol Volcan? Volcan? Yeah, something like that. That looked like it was pretty good. It had some street tacos there that looked good. I'm more familiar with Wine Dot, like in KCK. And I know if you did a bunch of um, reviews on a, uh, all those restaurants yeah. out there. And uh, when we first started talking, I brought up Don Antonio's. I had a um, fellow co-worker that introduced me to that place and that place is so good so good uh, amazing their street talk almost everything on the menu is amazing but their street tacos especially are phenomenal the day i went and recorded there and ate and then after we were done recording i went back there and See? ate again yeah. it's contagious so good and they make their own tortilla shells there and stuff they have a little shop there with yep. all the stuff they make in store yep. amazing place i love that place so good Yep, and then uh, I think it's called California's or Califonos or something like that. It's off like Kansas Avenue there in KCK. I know you don't like burritos on the show. Is it a burrito place? It's not just a burrito place, but their burritos are to die for there. It's amazing. Same thing, there's another place. I think it's called Burrito Shop or Burrito Stop. Right. It's connected to that gas station off yep. of like Central Avenue. Yeah. They have the best breakfast burritos. I know you hate saying burritos on the show, but I say check those out. We might have to do that on our sister podcast, Burritoville. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that for real? Uh, yeah. We, okay. Yeah. <laughs> might as well sure. start now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been wanting to do uh, a Burritoville episode, so maybe we'll... Uh, Try it out. Do like uh, a, a one-off or something and see yeah. what happens with yeah. it. Yeah. We'll see if I ever come back to tacos after eating a burrito. <laughs> a breakfast burrito, especially. <laughs> now, you have here an amazing VHS collection. <laughs> Thank you. You have a wall of VHS. There are quite a few. What are some of the gems here? So some of the gems are the ones that you least expect. Or like the ones that we find in the wild that really speak to me just because of how weird and bizarre they look. Where do you go to do your VHS hunting? Honestly, almost any thrift store. Some of the thrift stores around here are starting to get rid of their VHS tapes, which is like 
the worst thing that could happen to me. But uh, mostly the thrift stores around here, and I've, I've met quite a few people on Instagram that I trade with as well. So kind of through both of those mediums. Gosh, I'm looking at... Um... <laughs> you want me to give you a couple examples of my gems? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pick, pick some out for me. Um... I know this is an audio medium, but I'm going to grab a couple over okay. here, okay? <laughs> now, is it true that when you go VHS hunting, you will find 20 to 30 copies of the double tape Titanic VHS collection everywhere you go? Uh, yes, most of the time. But I, I think all the thrift stores nowadays are starting to recognize that they're getting too many copies of that. So you only find a few. However, especially when you go down to like the Bible chain or I don't want to call it there, the Southern Missouri, you'll find more copies of this Jesus tape. It's just called Jesus. And it's like a black and white cover. And it has like a uh, almost modern depiction of Jesus on there. Never bought it, but you can go into like a thrift store there and find 20 or 25 copies of the same face and everything of Jesus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have a, I've grabbed a couple here. Okay. And uh, one is called Davy the High School Experience. This is one of the first tapes I found in the wild that like I fell in love with. I've heard you talk about this one. On the podcast? Yeah. Yes. I, I have talked about this and everybody that comes over, it's kind of like a witness test. I'll pop this in the VCR and if they get a good couple chuckles. We're cool. <laughs> we can be friends. But it's about this guy. He's a motivational speaker. He's actually kind of local. He's from the Missouri area, but he goes to like high schools and does this motivational speech about like drugs and premarital sex and stuff like that. But his, his catch is that he's a Vietnam veteran. And uh, I guess one day he was in the bayou or swamp or something. I sound stupid because I don't know history about, <laughs> about the Vietnam War. But he goes to throw a, a flash grenade. And right before he threw it, it exploded right in front of his face. So like half of his body got melted, including like his eye and his ear and half his nose. So even though he's like deformed, he's still like living life. So that's kind of like his motivational piece there. So now he's like, hey, find Christ and you can be saved like me or some something like that. What year is that? This uh, is like 89, I 89? believe. He's still doing it. Dave Rover, he's still doing it. He's going around the world, like doing mostly churches nowadays, but he's still fun to watch him. There's something like he kind of makes fun of himself. And if, if he was like a stand-up comedian, I think he would kill it. I feel like that guy might've come to my... Uh elementary school it would not surprise me gave a motivational about sex. Speech. <laughs> it's like your first exposure to it wait what <laughs> just traumatized for the rest of your life okay the other tape i brought here is also kind of like a weird one i found out in the wild it's called what to say to a naked lady with none other than tim allen <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> this was like his Coke years. <laughs> oh, this is before Home Improvement. <laughs> this is way before Home Improvement and before his stand-up. This one is really weird. I can't believe I found this. I think it was at a half-price book, which is very strange. That's a cool cover. It's a, it's a rad cover. So it's pretty much like this Miss America, but like they're all nude. And I forgot what island. Padre Island, I believe. <laughs> And there's all these naked women just walking around and a Tim Allen with a mic and a, a guy holding a camera and he's going around interviewing all these naked ladies. And he's got some cool razor blade sunglasses. You know is this why? Because he's, he's coked out. He's totally, <laughs> he's totally <laughs> coked out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. Like, uh, I think you have to come over sometime and we'll watch this yeah, together. Yeah, <laughs> man. That looks great. I love it. 
But yeah, those are like two of the gyms out of uh, the thousand plus tapes I have. You might like this video I found. So when I was filming the movie Metcalf South Memories, mm-hmm. they let me in the mall one last time right before they tore it down. I'm sure that was amazing. You would have loved it. So we got to go inside all the stores. Oh, no way. And you kind full of access? Yeah, and like kind of take what we wanted. Seriously? So... I went into the old original pizza. Okay. Which in the back of the original pizza was the old security station. <laughs> and they had an old VHS tape in an, in a blockbuster video case. Uh-huh. And it on the, the VHS tape, it just said the incident. What? Are you fucking kidding? And I haven't How watched you it yet. This? You haven't watched I it haven't yet? I haven't watched it yet. When did you find that? So like three or four years ago. You got to bring that over. I know. I want to see this. I want to know what this incident was. <laughs> Something too. really bad happened. Uh, maybe we shouldn't watch it because then we'll be like a witness. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe we shouldn't watch it. It was the only VHS tape in the security office. That's even worse. You think they would like, hide it or something yeah. or take or destroy it? That's the only one that was there. And it was in an old blockbuster uh, case for the movie Black Sheep. What? (laughs) That makes it even more mysterious. I know. (laughs) And it has the date on it, too, like when the incident happened. Do you remember the date? It was like uh, 89 or something. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, we'll have to watch that. Yeah, man. I'm bringing it over. Okay. (laughs) Can have a party? Yes. The incident party. I also got some cool old Metcalf South security jackets. So that's the best. You still yeah. own them? Yeah, you should. Yeah, good. That's amazing. Yeah, and there was a really cool old cigarette machine in there. But then I think they just trashed everything they in probably there. Did. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. Yeah, you would have found some good gems in there. I can only imagine. I don't want to think about it because I'm already getting like jealous that you were even in there. <laughs> so you don't collect any food items, correct? No, my wife would hate me. She'd be like, why do you have this 20 year old bottle of surge? Like, <laughs> I wish I could. Did you purchase surge when it came back out? I did. I okay. was actually ordered it online. Oh, I think cool. it was like 2015 or 16. Yeah. I spent like a bunch of money to have it shipped out, but yes, it was worth it. What about Joel Cola? Did you get uh, yeah, that? Yeah, we went to, I think they sold it at um, Casey's gas station. Yeah. So when I was like still living in St. Joe, they released it and I got a bunch of that. One thing I do miss, side note here, Shaq Cola or Shaq Soda, I think it was called. He had his own soda? Oh my God, it was amazing. Okay, we can talk about that in a different show, but it is amazing. Was it like an energy drink? No, it, it was just- like cream soda. It had like blueberry, strawberry. Oh, dude. Sounds good. I think it was from um, Arizona. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. I never had that. <laughs> I I was big on Jolt Cola when I was in middle school. And okay. I would try the Jolt. I was always always heard the stories of if you have Jolt Cola with Pop Rocks, your <laughs> head die. will explode. <laughs> yes. So I tr- tried that one night. Uh-huh. And there was only one gas station where you could get Jolt Cola, and that was on the Missouri side. So I'd drive from Kansas to Missouri, <laughs> cross the jolt. state line to get Jolt Cola, <laughs> much like my dad who would cross the state line on Sundays to get liquor Beer. in Missouri yeah, and come go. back. Smart um, <laughs> So I was just like my dad, but for Jolt Cola. So I would go over to this gas station, get Jolt Cola and Pop Rocks, and then try that out, and nothing ever happened, and uh, my head never exploded. Dang. I know. <laughs> Were you a big fan of the Taco Bell marketing in the nineties? Oh Cause you're a, your, your show is basically early nineties to mid late nineties. Typically uh, kind we of, kind of sprinkle a little bit of eighties and a little bit of like the early aughts in there. So Taco Bell kind of had its taco Renaissance and taco sauce yes, in, in the nineties. The they, they really did. And I loved all their mascots and stuff. It was simply amazing. So 
since we're like, I'm still in the Halloween mood. I, one thing I hope people remember is some of these, we call them like premium toys and stuff that they released. This wasn't necessarily a toy, but it was still pretty rad. There were like these googly eyes that were trapped in like a crazy straw. You remember these? They're from like the mid nineties, I believe. And they re-released them again, like 98. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They only came out during the Halloween season because they made them like look really creepy, but when it comes to their marketing, their commercials were like the best marketing ever. I don't think it was the best of the 90s, but it's definitely up there. But I remember seeing the commercial for these crazy eyes and it had like this farmer, you think he's going into like a chicken coop and it's all these eyeballs like growing and stuff. It was the weirdest commercial ever, but it was amazing. It made from Taco Bell? From Taco Bell, yes. So they would sell these at Taco Bell? Yes, they would. I don't I think remember they were like that at all. Dollar. Like you bought a, a value mail and they were like a buck. Wow. Yes, I had a couple, but they don't, they're not really like dishwasher friendly. That's like the only way I wash my dishes. <laughs> so they got ruined, unfortunately. Were you a big fan of the Shaquille O'Neal? You said you're a fan of Shaq yes. Soda. What about the Shaquille O'Neal taco neck syndrome oh posters? What do they call it? Like the bending taco neck? Or Ta- they call it taco neck. That's taco what neck it was. syndrome, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, I was a fan of that. I, I can't remember what, what he was advertising. I think it was the like do- a double uh, decker taco supreme. That's it. Yes, that's what it was. Um, I had a, quite a few of those because, again, the commercials killed it. Shaq. Not the best actor, but willing to do anything. And I now, love him. And now he's like sells everything under the sun. <laughs> I know. Papa John's. Uh, the Bing General. Gay, the General. General insurance. <laughs> I think I saw a commercial about reading. So there you go. Icy Hot. Icy Hot. Yeah. Yep. Man, <laughs> he's a great, he's a great I love spokesman. Him. I yeah. love that guy so much. Here on the show, we like to check in on the taco news stories of the week. Okay. This is the taco ticker. Want to check the taco, taco ticker. ticker with me? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Taco ticker story number one. All right. We've been talking a lot about this today. Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell has unveiled its newest restaurant design that emphasizes the drive-through and limits human interaction, Hmm. making it more suitable for the coronavirus era. The future... I'm sorry. (laughs) You said coronavirus era. I know. Great. It hurts my heart a little bit. (laughs) Now, this is the future I kind of have always dreamed of. Okay. Robots... Serving me tacos mm-hmm. off a conveyor belt. <laughs> sure, that wasn't a nightmare. Straight into my mouth. <laughs> the most significant difference is the size of these new Taco Bells. Uh, they're cutting back on the dining room seating. Mm. I mean, what what freak eats inside a Taco Bell? Um, I think the last time I ate there, I was, again, super drunk in college. So I have not yeah. eaten inside of a Taco yeah. Bell in years. I think we asked on the show one time, who goes inside a Taco Bell to eat breakfast and get what? the coffee? What? Breakfast? I guess senior citizens. Yeah, I maybe. guess. Yeah. When when's like the start date for that? I'm kind of interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're yeah, so they're reducing seating and they're adding a second drive-through lane dedicated to pickup orders made on their Taco Bell cool. app. Okay. Uh, the Go Mobile concept is debuting next year. The Evolved restaurant is specifically designed for guests to order ahead through the brand's mobile app and enjoy the Taco Bell experience in a frictionless way. Hmm. The design is in response to the changing ways consumers began ordering fast food since the pandemic's start. Digital orders and drive throughs exploded in popularity for basically every chain, including Chipotle, McDonald's, and Starbucks. I will say that Taco Bell is probably the most innovative. Because I feel like they, they are constantly changing, and it's not like McDonald's, how they constantly change. It's always like, let's just try this. Taco Bell's like, it's flawless. I do throw some shit in a tortilla shell, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Uh, didn't they announce recently that McDonald's just introduced its first new menu item in like 25 yes, years? which is insane. And it was like a, a uh, bakery breakfast thing? <laughs> yes. it's like McDonald's is just as bad about inventing new things. They're so far behind. I mean, tried and true, might as well go with what works, but Taco Bell is innovative and they kill it every time. They really do. And then now, but, but now they are taking away some favorites. I know, like the potatoes. Yeah. I, I'm, I was very upset about that. So, but hey, maybe they're thinking ahead. You know, they're they probably always, are. Yeah, I trust them. Maybe they know about some potato shortage that's going to come up. That was, <laughs> you never know. Never know nowadays. <laughs> so it says here, Taco Bell rival Chipotle recently opened its 100th restaurant with a drive-through called Chipotle Lanes. <laughs> Those locations have 10% higher sales during the second quarter compared with Chipotle's without drive-thrus. That makes sense. I hate going into Chipotle as well. Even just to get my food. Like, I order online. I go there, pick it up. I feel like I'm always waiting. The line. Yes. Always has a line. I shouldn't complain, but it's like, damn, man, I just want my food. It's all those people that are that are ordering like six burritos. Yes. And they, yeah. For every single coworker. Yep. I hate that. How does that happen every time I go in there? There should be a special line just yes. for those people. Okay, Chipotle, I know you're listening. <laughs> Get on Where's it. Where's express line? <laughs> uh, here's another taco ticker story about Taco Bell. It says here, today is the day, actually, when we're recording this, America gets free tacos. Hmm? After a stolen base in game one of the World Series. Wow. This is part of the steal a base, steal a taco promotion. We've talked about this a lot on the show. Uh, the Dodgers just beat the Rays in the World Series. And uh, some fans were super excited on game one because America gets to get free tacos. Free tacos. Probably just one taco per person. But still, it's free exactly. tacos. Exactly. So Dodgers right fielder Mookie Betts swiped second base during the fifth inning of game one. And it isn't his first time scoring free tacos in America. Back really? in 2018, as a right fielder for the Red Sox against the Dodgers, he did the same thing. He stole the first Bell base. As well? Yeah. Wow. Come on, Taco and Bell. So wow. now that's part of his stats. So it's like his batting average. And now he's won tacos twice for America. America loves him. That will go on his baseball card. That is great. But yeah, we're, we're always thinking about... So today, I guess it was only between a certain, like, 2 in the afternoon to 6 p.m., you could go get a free taco. Okay. And it was the Doritos Locos taco. Did you get it? I did not go. Yeah, at work? I, did, I had to work. I was too. That's and then I looked out my window, had binoculars, and saw the line out the door. <laughs> no way. was not going to work. And I knew we were going to be eating tacos here right now. So. That's a good point. So we're always talking about ways of changing this rule or making it more fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so right now, it's just if a player steals a base, America gets a taco. What if we're always thinking of alternate ways to steal a base, steal a taco to try to, you know, make it harder, step, step it up. So what if it was a thing where the player steals the base, he actually has to take the base (laughs) out of the ground and take it to a nearby Taco Bell. Okay, have you ever taken a, ba- a base out of the ground before? It's very heavy. The spikes, too, are like, <laughs> I don't know, two feet long to get it stuck in the ground so it won't move. That would be a pain. Yeah. But if he, were, if he was able to do that, especially during the game, he would be an icon. He would steal the base out of the ground, leave the pl- field of play, <laughs> Stadium, get into get a cab, <laughs> go to a Taco Bell, and he's like, look, I stole the base. Yeah, and where's then, my taco? Yeah, then he gets a taco. 
then he gets to come back to the game with the taco. <laughs> Wouldn't that be more fun for everyone? It would be. It would be very entertaining. It would make baseball a lot more entertaining. <laughs> It'd be kind of like on The Apprentice or Bachelorette when the person gets voted out. Oh, yes. And you have to follow them in the car. So there's a cameraman for the car. And, yes. Yeah. Shaky cam and everything. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> Here's another possibility. What if instead of steal a base, steal a taco, it was steal a taco, steal a base. So, like, a player has a gun. <laughs> what? This is getting deep real quick. Goes goes to a Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. Steals a taco, doesn't pay for it, or tells them to make the taco. He doesn't pay for it, grabs it off the counter, and then he has to bring the taco to a military base. Why the military base come in place? Because <laughs> uh, steal a base. Oh, I see now. And okay. Then, and then okay. he takes over the base. Oh, wow. With, with a stolen taco. With a stolen taco. <laughs> I love how literal you're getting here. <laughs> I would watch that too. <laughs> yeah. You just have to know where the closest Taco Bell to a military base was. Yes. They would be kind of confused. Could be There'd be a Major League Baseball player there with a gun asking for a taco. <laughs> like we were just going to give you the free taco. <laughs> but now that you have a gun, I guess we have to do what you have to say. So just ways to maybe spice it up. Yes. You know? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Every week here on the show, we have a segment called Cheesy Gordita Crime. Cheesy. Gordita crime. This is normally a crime story that happened at a Taco Bell. Okay. But this week happened at a restaurant called Taco Boy. Never heard of Which would be a great movie title. There might be a Taco Boy movie. Do you have a movie... With taco tacos in the title, you in know your what? Collection? I thought about looking for one today. I don't think I do. Oh yeah, they're they're not represented in movies very What's well. What's up with that? You have to make a movie about tacos now, man. I have to. <laughs> uh, Avengers Endgame had had a taco in Did it. Did they? Yeah, I have not seen that. Yeah, you got to check it out. Okay, um, <laughs> just for that, <laughs> just that scene. So this happened at a restaurant called Taco Boy in Charleston, South Carolina. An employee was fired for tweeting about putting bleach in a councilman's food. Oh my god! A worker at the Taco boy in Charleston, South Carolina, was fired after tweeting about tampering with local councilman Harry Griffin's order. Harry Griffin came. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do a voice? Okay. Do do this in quotes. This is what he tweeted. <clears throat> Harry Griffin came to my restaurant tonight. I asked the kitchen to put bleach on his food. That's what the employee allegedly tweeted. Griffin caught wind of the tweet, prompted him to file a police report with the Charleston Police Department in the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. A few Sundays ago, spokesman for Taco Boy announced the employee who sent out the tweet had been fired. The statement also reinforced the company's commitment to creating a safe and healthy environment. <laughs> Thank you to everyone for bringing information to our attention today regarding a tweet questioning our food and employees' behavior. We value food and customer safety above all else here at Taco Boy. The individual responsible for the original tweet understands the egregious nature of her social media post, and we have jointly concluded that she will no longer be employed with our organization. <laughs> As a community of businesses we value respect inclusivity and civility and will always encourage our team members here at taco boy to act accordingly i kind of want a taco boy shirt now <laughs> I'm reach out to them i really hope their logo is like a little chunky taco boy eating tacos <laughs> yes, ta- with a bleach in the background <laughs> yes. a guy sprinkling bleach into a taco. maybe the taco had coronavirus he's just trying to help him out oh yeah Maybe he took what Trump said. Exactly. He was like, if I put bleach in his taco, he won't He's get safe. corona. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be cured. <laughs> but she didn't have to tweet about it. No, I yeah. Mean, if you're trying to save some guy, don't tweet about you it. You don't do that. No. <laughs> There's too much crime happening at these taco places. What's up with that? Yeah, gosh. <laughs> too much crime. You're right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. All right, this is Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, you're the place I love. This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. Bryce, I'd like you to pull a topic okay. and we will discuss. Here we go. Dig in there. Mix it up a little bit. Mix it up, yeah. How do you describe Casey to someone who has never been here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it depends about what part of Casey you're talking about. <laughs> How would you describe Casey as a whole? to someone that's never been to KC before. There's always something going on. And I love like the small little niches, like taco joints and stuff. Um, I'm a big fan of pho. And there's a bunch of like little Vietnamese restaurants all around, like spread out through Kansas City. Um, there's quite a few great venues here. The music scene was pretty good here for quite a while. I don't know how it is currently, but there's, there's always something to do here in Kansas City. I'm not for sure how I would sum that up in like one sentence, but I feel like there's always something entertaining to do here in Kansas City. And it's kind of got like that tall, that small town feel to it a little bit in parts, especially like the surrounding little like uh, suburban areas. And you can suggest something to do. There's always something to do. I think yes, you're right. Yeah. I've had a friend that came from Atlanta, Georgia. And I mean, just I, I don't know the comparison in size. I think Atlanta is a little bigger. But um, we took him to like Union Station. Um, there's always something to do. We always something to su- suggest to do. Bunch of barbecue places. Maybe that's how I'll sum it up. Casey is barbecue heaven, along with a bunch of other like like taco joints. Like I said, the Vietnamese restaurants. There's always it's it's pretty diverse. Surprisingly, being in the middle of the United States. Why don't you go ahead and pull another one here? Okay, you can do like a speed round here. We can a get speed through round. <laughs> okay. All right. This one says best thing about Casey and worst thing about Kansas City. I will say the best thing about Kansas City is Screenland Armor. I love little independent theaters. And uh, before the pandemic hit, we would host a lot of like nostalgic screenings there, meaning that I would put together like a playlist of old cartoons and TV shows, and even old like classic movies from our childhood. And we put it on the big screen and I would host it and stuff. But they're like really focused on like independent artists, independent directors. And um, one of the few places, except for the Alamo, you can actually buy a, a local craft beer and enjoy a movie at. Right. Yeah. I love Screenland Armor. It's still open now. If you're a local listener, I'm pimping them out. Go check out Screenland Armor. They're super safe there. Screw AMC. <laughs> Screw all the big chains. Go check out Screenland Armor. Yeah, they really need our help right now, too. So they this do, is yes. definitely a time to go check out Screenland Armor if you've never been. Absolutely. And we hope to start screening there, uh, hopefully at the beginning of next year. Cool. I think it's going to be limited because of uh, the safety regulations and yeah. stuff. But yeah, the worst thing about Kansas City, man, that's kind of a hard one. I really enjoy the city. This is more of a personal thing. I don't know if anybody experiences this, but parking. Parking fucking sucks here. <laughs> Downtown? or Downtown, man. <laughs> that's like the biggest reason why I don't get out is because of parking. Uh, I wish there were more private parking lots and stuff. I mean, there are quite a few garages, but I feel like it's kind of inconveniently placed. 
Like if I wanted to go to the Alamo, I had to park almost half a mile away. That's the worst. And you had to pay for it. I'm like, man, I've never been to Chicago. I've never drove in Chicago or anything like that. I imagine the parking's worse there than it is here, but it, it, it's just a personal thing. I hate parking here. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, yeah, when you're going down to the Alamo. Yes. Um, or pro- anything at uh, Power and Light, which is where yes. I pretty much hang out, you know. Exactly. Every day of, of my life, I just hang out at Power and Light. Is that right? No. Just pounding beers no, just, and shots no, and stuff? Not, not at all. Hanging out with all the 21-year-olds? <laughs> I'm mostly at Shark Bar, you know. Oh, I see. I'm the dude with my shirt off doing <laughs> shots. In their little, like, yard area? Yeah. <laughs> throwing, what is that, beanbag game? I'm <laughs> usually the dude with my shirt off with a puka shell necklace on. <laughs> you know you've seen me down there. I have multiple times. <laughs> Even, like, in the morning when I go there, the afternoon, yeah. it's like, how are you, did you sleep here? Yeah. Well, it's so hard to find parking, I just stay I, over, stay there. That makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Okay, contrary to popular belief. Oh, that's a, that's a new it's, one. It's very broad. It's very vague. Hmm. So contrary to popular belief, and it has to be about Kansas City. Yeah, huh. I'm not a sports guy, so I can't like comment on any sports teams here. I'm not like a huge barbecue guy, but I feel like there are a few barbecue joints here that um, are contrary to a popular belief. Like, um, what was that? Arthur. Arthur Bryant. Arthur Bryant's. Guy Fieri's been there or something. I know Barack Obama's been there. So it's like a huge, hugely known joint, but I did not enjoy it that much. Really? Yeah. See, I don't like Bryant's sauce. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I'm kind of a sauce guy. Yeah. I'm a saucy guy. <laughs> but, uh, but People I agree. call me the sauce guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, but they're like other chain restaurants I feel like are better than theirs. Like Gates, I feel like it's kind of a chain restaurant. It's it's a little better. But Jack Stack, I feel like it's so much better. I'm probably going to get killed on the streets now. But, but no, you're yes. good. You're good. So you, yeah. So yeah. Contrary to popular belief, uh, Arthur Bryant's and sauce mm, isn't that good. No, it's not. Ga- well, I'm a, I'm a Gates. I'm okay. a Gates guy. So there you go. All right. So, uh, let, what do you say? Let's, uh, let's get to these tacos. Okay. Okay. So we're going to get into these tacos from Los Cabos. We ordered the brisket taco, Mm -hmm. the tropical chicken taco, and the Mexico City taco with carnitas. Mm. Uh, What do you want to try here first? Let's try the tropical one. It's just like staring me in the face. It looks pretty good. And that's the one with the pineapple, correct? Yep. Looks like some chicken, some red uh, onions, and pineapples. I'm not for sure what's... um, a sauce on it though, but it looks good. Let's try this tropical taco. And it's like a street style taco. Yeah, and it's on corn. It's on a corn tortilla. Yes. All right, let's give it a shot. Cheers. Mmm. Mmm. But that chipotle sauce with it gives it a little kick. Mmm. I'm really tasting the pineapple. Mm-hmm. I think that chipotle sauce kind of like levels it out. Very nice. Deserves a second bite. Yeah. It's a nice small taco. Mm-hmm. Not too overwhelming. Has a little bit of a kick to it. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. That was good. <laughs> They're just going to listen to us eat now because I got to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Los Cabos advertises itself as a restaurant feel, but also a resort feel. Okay. Would you ever stay the night at Los Cabos? <laughs> in they, Indip- they have a bunch of like tropical tacos just like hanging out ready for me to go. Yeah, why not? Get a sleeping bag maybe. There you go. Or do you think they should upgrade it a little bit to let to have a nice suites there for people <laughs> to stay the night there? Maybe have like some beds and stuff so you can like eat in the bed and then take a nap there. Yeah. Yeah, have a fiesta. I mean, it's 
pretty close to Arrowhead. And, and <laughs> it's pretty close to Arrowhead and Royal Stadium. There I mean, you go. Yeah, right after the game, take a nap. Were you um, in the loop on the whole Taco Bell resort that came out a couple summers ago? No. In Palm Springs, it was a Taco Bell themed resort. I thought that was like false advertisement. I thought no, they were just, it was it was real. It was, it was real mostly thing. for influencers. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's just, unfortunate. That sounds amazing, though. Yeah, I think there should be more taco resorts. Why aren't there? Maybe you should stop the podcast the podcast <laughs> biz and get into that business. <laughs> Thinking about it. Thinking about it. All right. Um, you want to try the uh, Mexico City one? Yes. Okay. Or do you want to do the brisket? I really don't care which one. Uh, you let's do? do Mexico City. Okay. Uh, the street okay. style with carnitas. Yes. Lots of tomato in this one. Okay. Sour cream. Mm-hmm. Onion. I see a little bit of jalapeno in there. Jalapeno. Yeah. Not bad. I kind of like the tropical one a little more. Tropical one definitely had more of a kick. Yes, more flavor to it. Now, are you a guy that can stand cilantro, or does it taste like dish soap to you? I can. I love it. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, we can be friends now. <laughs> I'm not a soap person. Okay, good. Everyone, I've, I've you scared me there for a second. Okay, I thought you were a soap person. <laughs> no, I'm not a soap person. <laughs> Either of these didn't have cilantro on it, but I think the next one will have cilantro on it. The last one definitely did. It did. Yeah, definitely. I can taste it. Yeah, I think the first one was better. I agree. The tropical taco. Tropical chicken taco. taco, I will say I'm not for sure if you talk about on the show, but their sauce is very good. In my opinion, I feel like a sauce that can make or break a Mexican restaurant. It is good. I Mm -hmm. like this. Have you, I mean, we probably shouldn't share salsas, but this one's a little bit hotter, so it's it's pretty good. I guess I had a mild one. The mild is very good. Yeah. Good chips too. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to make them in house, but they're very good. Should we try this third one? This is the brisket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this one's on a flour tortilla. They do give you the option of doing flour or corn. So you chose flour. I wanted to mix it up so we could see what the flour tastes okay, like. Okay, cool. So, so this is the brisket taco at Los Cabos. It's interesting. It's not bad. It almost tastes like roast with a flour tortilla, though. It's missing something. Yeah. Flour's not doing it for me. No. Maybe the corn might make it a little better. This one doesn't have a really kick at all. No, it doesn't. I mean, I could definitely taste that uh, they slow cooked it. And I can kind of taste the smoke in it too, but something it's in, it's missing something. Lots of onions on this one too. Mm-hmm. More than normal, which I don't mind. Out of the three, that tropical one, man. I'm glad we started with that. You were one. right to order that one. That was good. <laughs> I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, brisket one. It almost needs some barbecue sauce yes, on it. That's what's missing. Oh, that's just because we're Kansas Cityans or what? But it definitely missing some barbecue sauce. Or that chipotle sauce or something. Yeah, it's uh, it does need some kind of sauce. Yes. Well, hopefully someday when the weather's nicer and we're not in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> you could take your wife out to Los Cabos and yep. get that resort feel. We'll sleep in our cars. Sleep in your cars. Yeah. Go in right when they open. <laughs> go back out to your car. Take a nap. Siesta. <laughs> okay, so here on the show, we like to give five golden tacos being best, a, a rating of one to five golden tacos. What okay. would you give overall? Or you can go individual by taco if you okay. want to. One out of five. Five being the best, you said. Yep. Yeah, so I'll start with the brisket. So that, that was the last one I had. If you get it, I would definitely recommend getting on a corn tortilla. So I'd probably give it a, a two out of five. Maybe uh, ask for that chipotle sauce on it. I think that'd be helpful. Yeah, definitely. I would say that one is, uh, I'd say it's a three out of five golden tacos. You're being very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, the California one, the carne asada was actually cooked very well. I liked all the toppings. I don't know if they make their own um, sour cream, but that was pretty good on it. I'd probably give it um, a three out of five, three and a half 
out of five golden tacos. And the chicken, <laughs> I had to go for me. Five out of five. Tropical that was chicken. The tropical chicken. That was fantastic. Yeah, tropical chicken's definitely up there. I'd say out of the three we had, it was the best. Um, I'm going uh, four out of five golden tacos on that one. You've had a lot more tacos than I have. Um, <laughs> a lot of different tacos than I have. The what was the middle one we had? The, uh, the Mexico, Mexico City. City. Mexico City, I'd say it would be a 3.7 out of 5 okay. golden tacos. Overall, I would say 4 out of 5 golden tacos. Oh, the other, I would have to agree with that. Um, I would have to agree there with were that. maybe 4 or 5 other tacos on the menu. So, Oh, wow. Okay. And they have them in platters, too, so you can get, you know. <laughs> like a flight? <laughs> yeah, a flight of tacos. I like that idea. And, yeah, just take a nap, a siesta under the table. <laughs> Until they kick you out yeah. and go, I thought you said this was a resort. Yeah. What, the, what is this? You lied to me, Los Cabos. <laughs> Bring me another topical chicken taco. I'm in the tropics. <laughs> then I'm going over to Bass Pro. Right. And then across this big body of water. <laughs> I'm going to go swimming in the creek. Oh, in the man-made creek. <laughs> Well, here on the show, we have a segment called Bad Reviews in a Funny Voice, but we are going to do good reviews in a funny voice. Okay. Want to read some of these? Sure. Why Let's not? do it. Okay. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. All right. Who do you have there? Brian H. says, fantastic dinner. Incredible margaritas. Best fried ice cream we had ever had. That's what he said. All this in Missouri? Wow. <laughs> We're from California, where we have the born rights to judge Mexican food. Lol. <laughs> I think that means laughing out loud. And uh, we love every bite and minute. Our server, Todd. Hi, Todd. <laughs> Was great and very professional while still being an entertaining waiter. I wonder what he did. Perfect service. Try the Patron margaritas. Thanks, Los Cabos. Five stars. <laughs> wow. I wonder what that waiter did. He must have. I know. Did wow. he do some like. I think they might dance there. I hope so. Is it kind of like one of those Crab Shack type places? <laughs> Joe's I've Crab been to Shack? one of those and they had karaoke going on. Yeah. That was strange. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it's one of those dancing places. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> it's a resort. What do you expect? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want me to do another here? Yeah, you want to do another? Um, Edelin. Ellen? We'll go with Ellen. Okay. <laughs> Ellen K. says, uh, One of my favorite Mexican restaurants east of the 435. You got my spit cup? Um, great Yacana tacos and uh, amazing cheesy papas. What is that? Papafitas? Uh, okay. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> My husband usually gets the Street Amigos, and uh, his plate overflows with portion. Can you believe that? <laughs> so I got, got to put another dip in. <laughs> uh, where was that? Uh, we usually come after church. Oh, I would, too. Uh, and it's not busy. It creates a nice, quiet dinner, free entertainment. It doesn't actually say that, but I wanted to say that. And the nice stars. Star, stars. Starf? Four stars. <laughs> yeah, man. Gosh, it just sounds like it's a great and entertaining resort. I know. With great food. 
tropical chicken tacos. Tropical chicken tacos. <laughs> Amazing margaritas. Go after church, pound a few margaritas. <laughs> it's like, man, I got to get some margaritas in the after church. <laughs> Praise the Lord for the margaritas. <laughs> Give me a plate of beans. <laughs> And four margaritas. It's good. I'm sorry, my wife, my old lady. <laughs> Blowing up the bathroom. I just want to be here at Los Cabos for the rest of the day, okay? Don't don't wait up. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and take a little nap. After what you said to me in church today, I'm going to be at Los Cabos. That's amazing. That needs to be like a sitcom. <laughs> I would watch it. All right, to recap, Los Cabos in Independence, Missouri, right next to the Bass Pro Shop. If you're having a hankering for some tasty tropical chicken tacos, stop on by. You won't be disappointed. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, taco lovers. It's your old pal Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me ask you a question. Have you had a chance to check out the new podcast from Taco the Town executive producer Chris Garibaldi? It's called the Lost and Found and Rewound Podcast. It's a movie review podcast where Chris and his old childhood chums, Jim and Rick, review cinema favorites that they watched growing up and they remember being great. They watch the films again with fresh eyes and determine if the movie that they once loved as teens holds up or if the movie should be lost to the bin of forgotten cinema forever. They've already reviewed Wicker Man, Sharky's Machine, What's Up Doc, The Blues Brothers, and recently, friend of Taco the Town, actor Michael McMillan stopped by to discuss the movie Midsummer. These guys know their stuff. They know their movies, they know their music, and they also talk a lot about the band Soul Asylum on the show. So if you're into that, get lost and check out the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Available now on Podbean, a member of the Lotus Pod Podcasting Network. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is Taco Topics. This is the in-depth taco questionnaire. Mm. This is where I need your true taco feelings and taco opinions. <laughs> Don't hold back. Okay. Bear your taco soul to the world. Are you okay. ready? Uh, I'm about finished with this tall boy, truly pineapple. Uh, I'm feeling ready. All right. <laughs> What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Mmm, cheese. Cheese and meat. <laughs> it's got to have cheese. It's got to have cheese, and it can't be just like regular cheddar. It cannot be. It's going to be something a little more. You feel like this brisket one was missing cheese? It yes, that's another thing, too. Cheese. Yes, it was definitely missing cheese. Maybe even some uh, goat cheese, I think, would be good with it. Right. Yeah. Or even just some melty, some really melty cheese. Not even a ton of cheese, but just, no, just some something. Kind of something. Yes. Yes. Maybe like cheese whiz, even. <laughs> you know what? I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Man, it depends where I'm at. Most of the time, I think it's soft, but ever so often, I'll, I will uh, crave a hard shell taco. And it depends on the meat, too. Were you upset tonight that none of these were hard shell? No. Okay. I was not upset. Okay. I think they actually added. Especially the corn shells, I think definitely added to it. Yeah. Okay. Hot or mild salsa? Again, it depends on the taco. Uh, typically, when I go to Taco Bell, I get the medium. Unless I'm feeling a little saucy, I get the hot. You are a sauce. You are the sauce. <laughs> sauce, the sauce guy. The saucy guy. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the taco, and it depends on the hot sauce as well. Uh, do you like to squirt a little lime on your taco? Mm. These would have been a little bit better with lime. I though. agree, especially that. Uh, what was it? The Mexico City one. I think yeah. with a little bit of lime, it would have just elevated just a right. little bit. Typically, I don't do that. But I think uh, that one definitely would have deserved that. And then we know you're pro cilantro. 
right? <laughs> Hell yes. You are pro yes. cilantro. <laughs> What's your favorite side dish? Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac. Whew. Again, that just depends where I'm at. Most of the time I'm a salsa guy, plus it's free. And if I'm at like, Don Antonio's has amazing guac. Whenever you go back there, definitely get that. If it's fresh, I will get it. Most of the time though, if I'm at like a Mexican like restaurant to actually eat inside, uh, it's queso all the way. So F, Mary kill, <laughs> salsa, queso, guac. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I am new to the guac world. So I'm gonna have to kill guac. I'm probably going to fuck that salsa (laughs) (laughs) and then love that queso because I never I don't want that to end. I don't want the queso flow to end. marry the queso. I would. Yes. What did I say? Love. Well, either way, (laughs) I'll marry the queso (laughs) for many years. (laughs) If you're not eating tacos, what do you eat? It depends. If I'm on a fat day, pizza, pizza, like I'm a diehard frozen pizza guy. And now that I'm living in Independence, almost everybody delivers here. So I'm eating pizza quite a bit. <laughs> do you have a favorite pizza in KC so far? Um, that's a good question. Or do you mostly just get the chain pizzas? Well, it, it, I like uh, Northern Lights. I haven't had that for quite a while. Emos, I haven't had for quite a while, but I, I like those places. Uh, they're not any, anywhere near here, unfortunately. Um, if I'm going to go with chain... Man, I used to hate Pizza Hut for years. Just wasn't into it. But they changed something. I'm really starting to like it more. So either Pizza Hut or Little Caesars if you want to go for cheap. (laughs) Now, Little Caesars are back, right? Yes. At least in Missouri, they're back. Yes, they are back. Yeah. Man, we need them back in KC on the uh, Kansas side. Oh, I know. I think there's one out there now. Unless somebody got, I think somebody got shot there, actually. So it might be closed. Oh, no. Yeah, it's kind of close by like the price chopper there in KCK. Because they opened back up, someone's like, no, go back. I don't like Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza, this. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. (laughs) Uh, In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes, hell yes, especially KCK. Like Wyandotte has some of the best taco joints ever. And KC. For sure. Yes. Are you going to do the KC taco trail uh, through KCK? I saw that. I forgot who posted that, but it's like, I've already gone to half of them and there's a bunch of them I, I've never heard of. You so can yes. win awards if you do all 50. I did not know Over that. the course they of the like next year. or something? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess track. I have to do that. Yeah, you got to do it. <laughs> have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? <sighs> no, but my wife almost turned down some tacos. They were homemade tacos. And the guy put peas in it, like peas in the meat. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, yeah. You have. So it's not like a totally bizarre thing. No, but you should definitely tell your guests that's what you're going to do. I'd see that would have appreciated that. She didn't turn it down, though. She was hungry. So she ate it and came back and complained about her stomach. So I don't know if it was the peas. It was the peas. It was probably the peas. (laughs) So would that be your taco no-no, taco phobia, peas in your tacos? Yes. Corn is okay. Of course, I love cilantro and peppers and onions and stuff. All right, this this is the speed round. So okay. this is the taco speed round. This is different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay on these. Okay. Taco pizza. If it's from Casey's, absolutely. Yay. Taco salad. Whew. Um, nay. I'll go nay. Taco burgers. Never had one. Uh, I'm a little intrigued, but I'll go with nay. Taco dogs? No. Nay. Dogs dressed like tacos? Ah, <sighs> Yes. I mean, I'm not a big fan of dogs, but if they look like a taco, we're friends. <laughs> breakfast tacos. Had them. My dad makes a mean t- uh, bre- breakfast burrito. 
can easily turn that into a taco. Yes, yay. Walking tacos. Absolutely. Especially with Dor- uh, nacho cheese Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos. So yes. you're not a Fritos. It depends. Like if you're doing more of like a chili base with the meat. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Taco soup. Yes. I can make some mean taco soup. Really? Yes. Spicy. I don't think I've ever met anyone you can or make had it? anyone on the show that it makes a mean taco soup. Oh, I have to have you over. <laughs> we'll watch uh, that weird Tim Allen thing. And uh, what was that? The incident? Yeah. <laughs> Eat some the taco incident. soup. <laughs> <laughs> Taquitos. Uh, it depends where they're from. QT has some pretty good taco tea. Uh, tico, tico taco taco. Taquitos. <laughs> Damn true. Uh, what about what about Quick Trip uh, versus Seven Eleven? Where, where do quick you go? Quick Trip. Quick Trip. Uh, mostly because I can't stand the meth addicts in Seven Eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating all the taquitos. They in are there. like, what are you doing in here? Uh, miniature tiny tacos. No, especially no. the frozen ones. Mm-mm, no, gross. Not enough. Uh, not enough cheese. If in you there. love grease, absolutely. Yeah, it's like a grease. Yeah, a little grease <laughs> <Yes>. bomb. <laughs> uh, Choco tacos. Absolutely, especially during the summer. Hell yeah. Choco Taco Summer. Yeah. What, what it 2021, is. 2021, man. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Uh, tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Had that. Both were great. Very strange. It, for some reason, it intrigued me. So I jumped on it. I liked it. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. I did not try that. I am intrigued, but uh, it can't be runny. That'd be a little weird. Yeah, it's it's very slimy. Have you had it? I had it, yeah. It's not on the menu anymore. They I took noticed it that. Yeah. Not many people must have liked it. No. Tacos served with nacho fries. You know what? I wasn't a big fan of the nacho fries. Okay. Uh, the seasoning had like too much cumin or something in it. Too much cumin. Yes. Didn't like it that much. So no. Did you just take a bite and then just throw it out your car window? Pretty much. But unfortunately, like the window was up. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. it. So it's just like all that nacho cheese and stuff <laughs> sliding all over. Slammed back on you. I just had to trade in the car at that oh, point. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos. Something that really gets you fired up. Hmm. Damn. You had to put me in the, this place. Maybe any Queen song, I guess. That kind of gets me in the mood for tacos. Maybe the Flash theme. Ah, Flash Tacos. <laughs> yeah, I could dig that. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. The okay, fl- all Flash right. theme or by don't Queen. Stop me now. Yes, because I'm, gonna... I'm eating some tacos. <laughs> yeah, that any yeah, Queen, any Queen, song. any Queen can be adaptable. Bicycle, bicycle. <laughs> I want to eat some tacos now. I want yeah. to. Yes, anything. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Queen. You're my best taco. See exactly. Dun, so dun, adaptable. Dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, you're right. Gre- Queen's greatest hits. Pop <laughs> it Queen's tacos greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is a place in Independence called Queen Tacos. Yeah, we almost went there. There we go. Maybe they're, they have like a constant loop of Queen Taco songs going <laughs> you on You walk in, the in and the menu is a cutout of Freddie Mercury <laughs> holding taco. a taco. <laughs> yeah. I want that branding so bad. I would eat there every day. <laughs> it's totally off brand, like totally not approved Queen stuff no, in the entire restaurant. at all. <laughs> All right, this is the time of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Okay. Random Taco Question of the Week. Just give me a number between 1 and 70, and I'll uh, ask you a random taco question. I'm pretty sure somebody else has chosen 69. Yeah, we have done 69 That's okay. Let's go with 59 then. Okay. Hey, man, this is a good one. Is it okay? (laughs) These are uh, five questions. Okay. This is kind of a continuation of kind of something we already talked about today. Peas on tacos. Okay. Yay or nay? 
total nay. Don't even, I can't even fathom putting that in my mouth. <laughs> mustard on tacos. Yeah, huh. right. I wonder if some like good Dijon mustard would be good on that brisket taco. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe with a little bacon. Ooh, even with some Dijon mustard yeah. with that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Ketchup on tacos. Hell no. Can't, no, no. It's too, way too sweet and pasty. Mayo on tacos. Oh, who does that? No. No. <laughs> and finally, peanut butter on tacos. Hmm. Are you talking about like a traditional taco putting peanut butter on it? A little layer of peanut butter on there. I'm not truly opposed to it. I think I'd try it. I guess I'm on the fence with okay. that one. Yeah. What if it was a dessert taco? Yes. Or even a choco taco with some with, peanut butter. Mm, I think I've had a Reese's choco taco before. Yeah. Correct Man, me if I'm wrong, but I think I have. can't find those very many places. That no. is a step up from the original choco taco. It really taco. is. It's kind of like a nice surprise when you find those. Oh, man. <laughs> now I got to go find a Reese's Choco Let's Taco. Let's do it. It's oh, an adventure. <laughs> Sounds so good. Well, Bryce, we've come to the end of the show. Thank you so much for being on the show. And thanks so much for having me in the bogus cave. The, Absolutely. The bogus dungeon. Dungeon. Uh, <laughs> the bogus uh, museum yeah, of antiquities. Yes. Tell everyone a little bit about your show. What can they expect? You guys cover so many topics. Really it's impossible do. to cover all the topics that you cover on your show. There is a lot because we focus on, you know, almost four decades worth of, of, of media and like forgotten pop culture references and stuff. I, I typically like to explain it that we like to cover the best and the worst from those eras. So for instance, we may like talk about weird TV shows, like public access TV shows that you may or may not remember. Um, we recently talked about this really weird Canadian film that was shot on video. Uh, but we also talk about like our favorite episodes of The Adventures of Pete and Pete. It's one of my favorite TV shows ever. We talk about a lot of things. If you like to feel nostalgic and you once you feel like you're kind of experiencing the good parts of your childhood again, just pick up one of our episodes. You'll find something that you'll like. That's for sure. One of my favorite stories on one of your most recent episodes was when j Dog uh -huh. was talking about the action figure across the fence. <laughs> that had me rolling in his neighbor's backyard <laughs> yes. and he needed to and it, it was just sitting there yes and it was just an action figure that he he had to have and it was just across the fence <laughs> just out of his reach and i've totally been there because i'm really? a big action figure collector so <laughs> okay. I, I remember being a kid and seeing like a strange action figure like in the sewer or like somewhere Man, I've gotta have where that. it's like how do i get that am i stealing it <laughs> no one else has grabbed it yet so it was totally something that I would have done as a kid. And then I, didn't I he that. sneak over and grab it? And then the, the late neighbor lady said, I don't even know who that is. You yes. can have it. Yes, yeah. pretty much. We actually talk about action figures quite a bit on the show. My biggest, like my biggest favorite part of, of that is when we're talking about playing with action figures in our teenage years. Cause it was definitely taboo. Oh yeah. That was awesome. It's like, what's worse than <laughs> what's worse getting caught masturbating or playing with your toys. <laughs> I don't know. What, what about, what do you say about that? Well, when I was, uh, pretty far along into my mid i would say uh middle school okay. i think i still had the uss flag gi joe oh aircraft carrier in my bedroom that is massive it is so huge <laughs> it was bigger than my bed wow and i was like i mean and i had all my joes set up on it because i was a huge had a huge gi joe collection that's great and i don't think i got rid of that until had to be had to be high school maybe were you pretty popular in middle school <laughs> 
I was. I was. I believe it. I would, you know, had to have people over just to look at my USS flag aircraft awesome. carrier. <laughs> come on and come over. Let's have a date night. <laughs> but uh, gosh, yeah. I remember that phase where it's yes. like, hey, guys. And they're like, Dave, why do you have a aircraft carrier in your bedroom with G.I. Joe's on it? Because it's rad. Because <laughs> it's the biggest toy of all time. Do you still have it? It's in pieces. Okay. Yeah. I had to. It hasn't been put together in 20 years. Man, but you got to put that thing together. I know. Why not? Got to clean it up. I think it's, it's okay. Very, it's it's in a lot of different pieces. I'm so. sure it's super dusty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my toys here that are displayed are still a little dusty because they are from my childhood. A lot of these are from my childhood. I've, I've always collected them and always kept them with me. Even in college, I've had like girls come over and be like, why do you have so many Ninja Turtle figures <laughs> on display? Because I'm like, they're fucking rad. Do you not understand how rad these are? So rad. Yes. You've got a lot of uh, awesome gray aliens. You have mm-hmm. ETs. You have Furbies. You have Ren and <laughs> Stimpy. Uh, you have an awesome uh, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers. Yes. And you have the original Simpsons collection. I for, do. Yep. From Burger King. Yeah. That's and right. you have, and you like me have a ventriloquist doll. Is that Danny O'Day? No, it's a uh, chaplain. That's Charlie name? McCarthy. McCarthy. There McCarthy, you go. Yep. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my wife. Oh, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> so where can people find the show and find, do you have YouTube videos as well? I do. Yes. Yes. So, uh, we're actually underneath the boom howdy podcast family network, but you can find us on like any podcast platform. Um, more specifically Spotify. I've been trying to push that a little more. We're trying to be exclusively on there, but you want to be as open as possible uh, for anybody. Like if you have stitcher or just SoundCloud or whatever, you can find us on there. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel. You can find us at tinyurl.com ytbogus, I believe. I've been trying to get like a, a real domain with that, but we have a bunch of like really random nostalgia videos on there that we've ripped from VHS. So definitely check that out. Uh, but most importantly, follow us on our Instagram. That's where like we filter everything through. And that's at uh, forever underscore bogus. And you do little quizzes on there too. I do. Yeah. We have bogus polls. So every day we'll have like, we're trying to bring you your daily nostalgia is what we're kind of really doing. I love those. Thank you. I don't get too many of the later Nickelodeon ones right, but <laughs> I do a lot of the early, the late eighties, early nineties ones. Well, right. somebody has to introduce you to, to some cool right. stuff. Do you remember the adventures of Pete and Pete? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause I, I recommend that to anybody, especially who grew up in like the eighties and nineties. Even now it still holds up. I think it's amazing. I remember that when it first came out and I was like, hey, that looks really good. But then for yes. some reason I, it was never on at a time when I watched TV. Mm, so that makes sense. Well, now never, we live in an age where you can stream it. Anytime, <laughs> <Right>. so you're <laughs> in luck. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get that um, incident video from Metcalf South yes, Security, please. and we can bring it over here and have a viewing party. I can't wait. See what the hell is on that tape? <laughs> yes, I can't. It's wait. probably just going to be Black Sheep the movie. Probably. Gosh darn it! <laughs> it was the incident, wasn't it? <laughs> that was the incident. <laughs> it's a video of the security guy watching Black Sheep, <laughs> and like it just. Totally disappointed. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting, man. <laughs> or it's just him eating a donut and sipping coffee. It goes on for like two hours. That's even worse. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for being on the show and thanks for talking tacos with me. Absolutely. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi, and thanks to the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go go eat some some tacos! tacos.